0: Good morning and welcome to the prayer line. This is Bishop Smith coming at you at 5 a.m. October 8th. Can you believe it? This year has gone by so fast. So fast. You know, the Bible tells us work while it's day because night cometh while no man works. I think that means we need to just take life serious and serve God uh, to the fullest. It is a privilege and an honor to be with you all this morning. Let's just start out with prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we honor you and we magnify you. The fruit of our lips, giving thanks and praise because you alone are the redeemer of our life. We say good morning to you, Father. Good morning, Lord Jesus, who's the ultimate sacrifice for all of humanity. And good morning to the Holy Spirit, who is the Spirit of God that leads the children of God into all truth. Father, you said in your word, if any man like wisdom, let him ask of you, who give it to all men liberally and abrade if not, but let him ask in faith. And so, Father, we ask today in faith for your wisdom, that you would use every person, that is assigned to this morning's prayer call, Father, we recognize this is an assignment. People who get up this time of morning are not getting up to play. They're getting up to do spiritual warfare, getting up to push back the enemy. And so, Father, we thank you for the authority that you've invested in us. We thank you for the word of God. That you said, Lord, it's mighty, our words become mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. And Father, even as is written in First John, this is the confidence that we have in you, that if we act anything according to your will, you heareth us. And because we know you hear us, we have the petition this morning that we desire of you. We get a hold of the day before the day get a hold of us. We command the morning through your word in Jesus' name. Good morning to our New Destiny Church family and good morning to uh, the body of Christ and if we have members on from Nexus Church, good morning to you, City Church, good morning to you and any other church that's on, we thank God for you getting up this morning, wherever you are around the world, calling into our prayer line. We don't take it lightly. We appreciate you and we love you. We pray God's hand of blessing will be upon your life and there's an open heaven over your life. We Good morning to all of our intercessors that are on the line, that are faithfully and committed and praying for us all. We thank you all so much for that. Good morning to every pastor that is on the line, every man of God, woman of God, that God has called you and and you're committed to the call. So good morning, good morning, good morning. This morning we have with us doing the prayer requests and praying over those prayer requests is Sister Brandi Goods. Brandi, how are you this morning? Good morning, Bishop. I am
1: doing good. How are you?
0: I'm doing excellent, dear. I'm glad to know that you're doing good and your family's doing well, so we thank God for it. And we have with us this morning our special guest, Apostle Benefield from Fort Lauderdale, Florida, down in
2: the
0: country, in the the white beach, sandy white sunshine. How are you doing this morning, Apostle?
2: Man, I tell you what, everything is absolutely phenomenal on this coast, man. We're doing great and just super excited about getting on this lifeline.
0: Well, we thank God that you're excited. We're excited to have you. Listen, I've already prayed and I believe that. The stage is already set. Come on, man. Unpack what God has given you. So i am turn
2: it over to you. Sure. Thank you so much, Bishop. And God bless you, New Destiny, and all the other churches that are that are connected in this morning. You know, um this morning devotion uh will be taken from Ezekiel thirty six, verses twenty six and twenty seven, which says this A new heart also will I give you. And a new spirit will I put within you, and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, and I will give you a heart of flesh, and I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statues, and ye shall keep my judgments and do them. Amen. Well, this, this morning's devotion is a new spirit within, a new spirit within. Beloved, this uh, Old Testament scriptural text is so very important to us because um, as we constantly see the travesty in the world around us today, it is it is it is very vital that we're being spiritually renewed and, and learn to live and be governed from within. And there are three realities of our inner life, our inner man, which is our heart, our uh our our inward man, which is our heart, our inner man, uh, which is our soul, if you will, and our innermost being, which is our born-again spirit. Uh, Please understand that when, when we were born again, God cleansed us and gave us a new heart and placed a new spirit within us. This has always been his intentions for his children. It was his intentions for Israel, his chosen, and most certainly for redeemed New Testament believers. And we must realize that we not only have a new spirit, but God has put his Holy Spirit within us so that we can have a personal, intimate relationship with Him. And I'm telling you, that's what we really need in these times today. We need a personal, intimate relationship with the Father. You know, we are we are creatures in Christ according to 1 Corinthians, new creatures, if you will, in Christ according to 1 Corinthians 5, 17. Though we may not look like new creatures or not always even feel like a new creation, however, in the spirit, we have been made anew. We have a new spirit within. We are now the righteousness of God and have the mind of Christ created in true righteousness and holiness. Beloved, uh, we're not, and let me say it like this, that we're not just Christians by way of nomenclature, but Holy Spirit has changed us from the inside out. You know, that's our reality. We have been changed from the inside out. The new spirit within us enables us to do the will of God by his indwelling presence. However, at the same time, we discover two uh, incompatible in uh, 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 conflicts, conflicting forces, if you will. Galatians 5:16 through 18 lets us know that as we yield our lives to the dynamic life and power of the Holy Spirit, we will abandon the cravings of our self-life. But when our self-life craves the things that offend the Holy Spirit, we hinder him from living free within us. Now, at the same time, Holy Spirit's intense cravings hinder our self-life from dominating us. So then the two incompatible and conflicting forces within us are the self-life of the flesh and the new creation life of the spirit. You see, when we yield to the inward new creation life of the spirit, we are no longer bound or controlled by the dominating dictates of the outward man who is unrenewed, but the Spirit empowers us to live above it from within. Ezekiel says he will give us a new heart and put a new spirit within us and remove the heart of stone from our flesh and give us a heart of flesh and put a spirit within us and cause us to walk in his statutes and keep his ordinances and do them, you see when Holy Spirit uh indwells the heart of the believer, it will cause the believer to abide in him. Did you hear me? You see, what Moses' law could not do, God does by grace through his indwelling presence, which enables the new heart, okay? The heart of stone is now removed and replaced with a new heart and a new spirit which only the sovereign grace of God can do. And as we yield the Holy Spirit within us, he enables us to walk in His statues. You know, we're able to walk in the statues of God and carefully observe his ordinances. And, beloved, one of the most life-changing things you can ever ask God for is for him to give you his heart. Hear me. Having the heart of God totally transforms the way you think, the way you live, the way you treat people, the way you respond to this world, the way you apply yourself in his kingdom. And fortunately, God has promised to give us just that because his word declares that he will give us a new heart and a new spirit if we but act. Let us pray. Father, we thank you now. Thank you for this opportunity that we have today to ask you for a new heart and to renew us in the spirit. I pray that you will completely transform us and cause our lives to be governed by the inward life, for greater is he that is within us than he that is in the world. Amen and amen. Amen.
0: Amen. Whoa. Boy, he said a lot real quick there, y'all. And I I, I pray that you all are taking notes and trying to retain that revelation. But we will come back a little bit later and unpack it a little more because he said some key things that I don't want to overlook. I believe that that this is really going to help us as I said, Sunday, if you were with us, I feel we're at a turning point. We're at a turning point, a major pivotal point in um, society and also in our Christianity. And so at this time, uh, Sister Brandy Good, she will come with our prayer request. Sister Brandy.
1: Good morning. We have a few prayer, uh, praise reports and a couple of prayer requests. The first praise report is from Faye Linton, and she says, a great great big thank you to my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and the intercessory prayer team. My family arrived in Georgia safely, and our furniture has also arrived on Monday. Every piece was in good condition. Thank you for your prayers, and God bless you all. And then we have another praise report from Helen Gill smith who says, my sister Daphne Thompson, who was, prayed for it back in May and was in the hospital for two months with several health issues. She was also homeless and in need of employment. Had, had a checkup on October 5th and was given a good report. The doctor states that she shows little to no signs of heart issues as if she never had it. She is now working. She started a new job last week and is looking for her own home. She will no longer be on disability. She says, praise God, thank you all for your prayers for me and my sister. She is also still asking for continued prayer for her niece, Nicole. She says, Nicole is still shows signs of improvement and is allowed to breathe on her own more often as well as sit up in a chair instead of being in the bed. She continues to be very alert and has some movement in her head, hands, and feet, showing signs of feeling when you touch her. Let's continue to keep her in prayer. We have a prayer request from Sharon Montgomery, who says this is a 911 situation. She's praying for one-month-old baby boy, Alejandro Mateo, who has a serious heart problem. He's not getting enough oxygen and blood to his body. Um, only a small portion of his heart is functioning. He has been transferred to San Francisco for possible heart bypass surgery. She says numerous pediatric cardiologists have been contacted. The family members are devastated and in fear. They have had two deaths in the last three weeks. We also have a request from Sister Lamode Fulton, she's praying for her co worker Sonny Thomas and family. Their son, Joseph Frank Thomas, passed away yesterday. They believe in the triune God, but, but mom and dad are trying to be strong for the Joseph's six siblings. And lastly, we have a prayer request from Paul Walker, who says his aunt, Tina Marie Scott, Um, who had brain and breast cancer, has transitioned on October 2nd. He says, thank you for all of your prayers of healing. Um, And he believes that, that we know that to be absent from the body is to be present with God. So, Father God, we thank you. We come to your throne just giving you thanks, honor, and praise, Lord God, for who you are. We thank you, Lord God, for each praise report that came in. We thank you, Lord God, that you are still able to heal, save, deliver, And Set free we thank you Lord God that you still answer prayer. We thank you Lord God that you said that we can call upon you and we Shall be saved. We thank you Lord God for who you are. We thank you for giving us your name Lord God We know that there is power in your name Lord God So father we come this morning lifting up every prayer and petition Lord God father We pray for baby We pray for healing for baby Alejandro in the mighty name of Jesus. We plead the blood of Jesus over his life. Father God, we know that you created him for a purpose and for to fulfill destiny. We decree that he shall not die, but live and declare the works of God. We speak life over this baby in the mighty name of Jesus. Spirit of the living God, we ask you to breathe your breath of life into his body in the mighty name of Jesus, causing every organ to function the way that you ordained it to function. We declare that blood and oxygen flow to his organs without any interference in the mighty name of jesus we appeal father god to your great name for you are jehovah Rapha, the lord our healer father we pray lord god for the miraculous you are the god of the miraculous we pray that baby alejandro lord god would be a sign and a wonder to them around him in the mighty name of jesus father we just ask that you would do it for your namesake, sake, Lord God. We pray that there will be a sudden turnaround in his condition in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Father, we lift up Nicole, and we praise you, Lord God. We thank you for the great work that you have already started. And, Lord God, we know that you will perfect it in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we know that you do all things well, Lord God, and we pray for her complete and total healing in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray for the full restoration of her body, Lord God and that it will function into its original intent in the mighty name of Jesus Father God we pray that she will be made whole in Jesus name Hallelujah. Glory to God. Father, we thank you, Lord God, and we pray for all of those that are grieving, Lord God. We pray for the Mateo family, the Thomas family, and the Walker family in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, you said in your word, Lord God, that you would heal the brokenhearted and that you will bind up all their wounds in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we Call on the God of all comfort, Lord God, and we ask that you will comfort all those that are mourning, Lord God, as you promised in your word. Father, we come to you, Lord God. And we ask that, Lord, when they begin to question your sovereignty, Lord God, that you would give them your peace, which surpasses all understanding, Lord God, in the days and the weeks and the months ahead, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you would give them strength, Lord God, to stand, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus, for you said that our strength is made perfect. Your strength is made perfect in our weakness, in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray, Lord God that you would give them beauty for ashes, Lord God, and the oil of joy for mourning in the name of Jesus. Father, we pray that they will grieve, but they will not be overtaken by the spirit of grief in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, Lord God. And we ask, Lord, that you, Lord Jesus, that you took the sting out of death, Lord God, and we ask that you would take away, away the pain, Lord God, and heal the hurt and pain that's associated with grief and loss. In the mighty name of Jesus, I pray, amen.
0: Amen. We thank God this morning for such a powerful prayer. We come in agreement with Sister Brandy's declaration. We come in agreement with your petition. We lift it up before the Lord. And we thank God that we're confident, number one, that he hear us, and also that God will answer us. We thank God for it. May you be strengthened in the core of your spirit. May you be strengthened also in your mind. It's key. To living a life of victory. Amen. As we come back in just a moment to Apostle Benefield, he said some key things in dealing with, I believe, a, just a powerful scripture through the prophet Ezekiel in helping us understand God's relationship to the New Testament believer, the New Testament believer in the fact that God says, I'm going to give you a new heart, and I'm going to put in you a new spirit, a new heart and a new spirit. And so we have to understand, those of us that are born again, that God has, in the regeneration process, The regeneration process is just simply the born-again process, you becoming born-again, translating from the old man over to the new man. So God, through his grace and his loving kindness, in that process, gives us a new heart. And so you have to understand, we all had to go through a heart transplant in order for us to obey the Word of God, to obey the Word of God. And it, it, it's important that where we are today, that there there is an obedience to the things of God. And that's why I, I, I briefly mentioned Sunday the difference between Christians and disciples. Jesus never said, make Christians. <clears throat> Excuse me. But we understand that's the process of regeneration. You become a Christian, but from a Christian, we should become disciples of Christ. Christians are not disciplined. A lot of Christians are not disciplined. They're back and forth. They straddle the fence and a lot of things like that. But disciples, on the other hand, are very disciplined in their faith. And where we are today, that's what life is going to require. It's for us to be disciplined in our faith. That's just another word for maturity. We have to begin to transition to maturity. As we were in the men's Zoom meeting last night, we were talking about being a man in the 21st century, and I quoted what Paul says from Corinthians that when I was a child, you know, I had all these childish ways. My behavior, my thinking, my reasoning, all these things were like a child. My conversation. He said, but when I became a man or when I matured, I put away childish things. And so it's okay if when we're children that we do those things. But there has to be uh I believe uh, Watchman Knee, if I don't know if you all been born again that long, but Watchman Knee had um he written a, wrote a book called Growing Up Spiritually. And we have to all grow up spiritually and now become responsible in our faith. The apostle said that we have to live above the old man. I want to ask you a question this morning. How are you living lately? How are you living? And be honest. How are you living? And We have to make the decision to live life above the old man. How do you do that? He gave us the answer. He said, by yielding to the new man. Allowing that the new spirit, that third part of the trinity of God, to be truly manifested in our lives that makes us new. When you're new, you think new. Come on. You put away old stuff. Old people. Some old people got to go some old places have to go, and all those things. And then, allow me to say this before we go back to Apostle, you, 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 you allow God to come in and inspect the unsupervised areas of your life. I had to pause there for a moment. Allow God to inspect the unsupervised areas of your life. You know, you can come to somebody's house, man. And the house look prestige. I mean, the house look clean, but boy, you go in that coat closet. What that coat? What does the coat closet? See, the coat closet is unsupervised. You, that's a private area. But we have to give God the private areas of our lives. And now it's time to go in there and organize the coats. Organize the shoes. And every now and then it's good to just take all the shoes out and sweep it out or vacuum it out. You understand? And, and, and start getting things and putting things in order. Find a placement for stuff in your life. Organize your life. And watch how the Spirit of God comes in and move you to another level, so that you can give, begin to live life above and beyond the struggle. Quit rewarding bad behavior. Let's go back to Apostle Ben and and see if he has any closing remarks. Apostle.
2: Sure, sure. Thank you so much, Bishop. And you know, and and I just want to I, I just want to echo you this morning. You know, I was I was in that meeting in Atlanta. Uh, years ago with you uh, with Dr. Miles Monroe when he said uh, when God has to say something two or three times to you, you really need to pay attention because he's really trying to say something to get your attention. Well, let me say this that the born again life is an exchange life where we take off the old and we put on the new. Get this. We take off our unholiness for his holiness. We take off our unrighteousness for his righteousness, and God literally gives us a new heart and a new spirit. Now, according to Romans 6 and 6, literally our old man is being crucified with Christ, and we're being raised to new life with him. However, the key to taking off the old man And putting on and drawing from the new life of the new man, which is the new spirit, will take spiritual renewal. Get this, our inner man needs to be strengthened in order to invade, subdue, and occupy every part of our being. Hey, beloved, this whole thing is about what Bishop just told us, and it is something called regeneration, which is the new birth. No, listen to me. Listen to me, real good. None of this can happen without regeneration. We have been, hear me good. We have been regened or regenerated, if you will, with divine life, and now we are in the process of being renewed. Amen to that. We have the washing of regeneration, and we have to be. We have to be very adamant about the continual process of being renewed by Holy Spirit. Titus 3 and 5 discloses that he saved us, not because of any works of righteousness that we have done, but because of his own compassion and mercy by the cleansing of the new birth, spiritual transformation, regeneration, and renewing by the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let me conclude with this, the renewing of the Uh, uh, the renewing spirit, if you will. Let me say it like that. The renewing spirit of our human spirit and parts the divine essence of the one new man into all parts of our inner being to make us a new creation. The new man exists because of our new spirit, and Holy Spirit's objective is to spread the new man into every part of our being, to impact every part of our very lives. Ephesians 3, 16, 17, our regenerated spirit is a renewed spirit. The one new man has come into our spirit through regeneration, and our renewed spirit needs to be strengthened to invade, subdue, and occupy every part of our soul. Amen. And thank you so, so very much, Bishop, for allowing me to share this morning.
0: Thank you for coming and being our guest, man. I'm telling you, you got you you stirred me up and you got me fired up this morning. And I know those are on the line. They're they're just fired up too. And 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 everyone's you're you're sitting up paying attention. Boy, I remember that meeting with Miles Monroe. I, I got slain in the spirit in that meeting, man. And I'm telling you, but 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 that's what Miles said. Dr. Monroe said that whenever God says something to you more than once, you see what I'm saying, God's trying to get your attention. Now, let me give you what the apostle just gave us. He gave us a scriptural reference. But let me give you another scriptural reference of what the apostle Paul said. Now, for you all that are taking notes, it's Ephesians 4, verse 22 through 24. Verse 22 through 24. It says, Strip yourselves of your former nature. Put off and discard your old unrenewed self, which categorized your previous manner of life and becomes corrupt through lust and desires that spring from delusions. Verse 23, and be constantly renewed in the spirit of your mind, having a fresh mental and spiritual attitude. Verse 24, and put on the new nature, the regenerated self created in God's image God-like in true righteousness and holiness. Notice verse 22 tells us that the unrenewed man um, categorized your previous manner of life, and it used the word corrupt, lust, And desires that springs from delusions. This is key that we don't have corrupt thinking. And we have to bring the spirit of lust that comes in to try to dominate us. We have to bring that thing under control. And notice it says it uses The word which I want to define, this particular word, and that is the word delusions. Now, when you're dealing with delusions, here's what you're dealing with. You're dealing with falsehood and deception. And that's one of the the major spirits that's in the earth realm today is deception is out and he's using people to deceive the very elect of God and you have to be determined that you are not going to be deceived because you're going to no longer walk in the flesh but you're going to walk in the spirit which helps us not to fulfill the lust of the flesh Man, I pray you all have been blessed this morning. I have been blessed. I'm stirred in my spirit. I'm telling you, there's just, there's, man, I don't know about you all. I have a strong desire to go deeper in things of God. <clears throat> let's go to a place we've never been before in God. Let's go to a place, and um, let's be excited and committed to what God has in store for us. Man, I, I'm telling you, time goes so fast. It is Our time is exhausted. And um, in a moment, we're going to open a line. But as we always end, according to Psalms 118, verse 24, this is the day that the Lord has made. In it, we shall rejoice and be glad. In a brand new day, it's a brand new you. Therefore, it's brand-new opportunities and brand-new possibilities. Don't let them pass you by. Don't let them pass you by. You have to embrace life like that. There's going to be brand-new opportunities and brand-new possibilities. Make this confession of faith with me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. From this moment forward, I will be very courageous I will not waver in my faith. I will not give in to fear. I am more than a conqueror, and I am a world overcomer. Yes, you are. You are more than a conqueror. You are a world overcomer, and this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. May God bless you. May his hand rest upon you. May his grace and mercy be multiplied to you in every way. May God give you traveling grace and mercy as you travel throughout your day. May he get you to your destination and back home safely. May your vehicles function as they've been created to function in Jesus' name. And, hey, we got midweek Bible study tonight. You don't want to miss that. Let's all be a part of what God is doing in the house. I'm excited, and I pray that you're excited. Pastor Adrian and I, we love you all. So very much. We want to thank Sister Brandy Good for being with us today, um, praying with us and, and, and sharing those wonderful praise reports and prayer requests with us. We thank God for her and we thank Apostle Benefield for breaking the bread of life with us this morning. You all, we're out. Have a great day. We'll come back tomorrow, and we will see what the Lord has, us, has for us on tomorrow. Hey, there's always bread in a day. Give us this day our daily bread. We've eaten good this morning. You all be blessed. Come on, let's open the line.